Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Matt Basta, and we have returning guests and network friends. We have Corey and Amanda from the One Track Gamers podcast. How's everybody doing? Hey, Doug. I'm good. Good. Very good to hear that. Uh, God damn it, we never get John on the podcast. I'm going to like <laughs> really try to set that one up. It's always uh, Corey and Amanda from One Track Gamers, but we're really happy to have you guys back on. Uh, what's new in your world? Oh, not not a whole lot. John wouldn't have been able to join us even if you had invited him because he's <laughs> taking a vacation to Hawaii this week. Oh, congrats to him. That's very exciting. Yeah. I've never been there. Have any of you guys been to Hawaii? I've been once. I have not. Oh, man, that sounds exciting. How about you, Basta? You know, I've never been to Hawaii. Um, my coworker and, and close friend... Jay uh, literally just got back from Hawaii, landed like a few hours ago. He was on vacation for like a week. Says it's nice. Says um, instead of like pigeons, they have uh, chickens, which is weird. Huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's like chickens everywhere. So that's the thing. Um, yeah, I'd go. It's just yeah, far, definitely. you know? <laughs> yeah, that would be a fun trip. And I hope John's having a good time. I'm pretty sure... That's the land of Mark, where he's from, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong on that. But uh, for anybody who's new, this is a video game podcast. I do want to give Bass a chance to say what's been going on in your world. We haven't heard from you in a little while either. Oh, man. Um, just a just a lot of like work-related stuff, really. Um, getting settled in uh, at work, we, we opened uh, an office here in Chicago, which is awesome. Um, you can see... <laughs> selfies of me from the office or whatever on my Twitter. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've actually posted any selfies from the office. I did post a lovely view of the sunset last night, though, which is great. Nice. Uh, otherwise, yeah, just a lot a lot of Pinecast stuff. Uh, lots of behind-the-scenes things, which I, I could talk about, but everybody would just stop listening, so maybe we should save that for the end <laughs> of the episode. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we got a, a headliner support, which is great recently would which uh, allows you to sort of make those little shareable videos um that sometimes people make um so that's a thing now um super cool feature yeah just lots lots of little stuff um fixing bugs that you probably didn't even know existed um just really yucking it up just as like a weird interview question are you finding any challenges as like the business is scaling so in in truth it, it hasn't been hard to scale the business. Um, like one thing that's been a focus since the very get-go has been like make it cheap to run and make it scalable, right? I don't ever want to like wake up one morning and be like, oh my God, somebody just signed up with way too many subscribers and now the site is down. Right. Uh, so th- that's like always been a core focus and it it, it up until now has, has not been a problem. Um, I don't expect it to become a problem. Really the, the thing that's been a challenge is making sure that I'm addressing the biggest user needs because, you know, in the early days, like there was tons of low hanging fruit, Um, you know, just improving the ergonomics of the site, removing like weird edge cases, you know, people importing podcasts from God knows where that would do, you know, any sort of thing that would cause issues. Now, like a lot of the the hard stuff or the, the easy stuff is done. And it's just like, you know, a user asked me the other day, when can we get drafts? And I was like, well, you can create an episode and like schedule it for the future and then edit as you need it. And they're like, yeah, but like, what if I don't know when I'm going to publish it? And I just want to have it saved. I was like, huh, well, (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not a thing, but like, I guess I could make it a thing. Um, I've talked about it previously. There's uh, an advertising product that I'm going to be launching at some point, And that'll basically let you add your own ads to your, your episodes. You, you say like where you want the commercial breaks to be and it'll inject them for you and you can replace them. So the ads never get stale in your back catalog. Nice. And that's something that I've been fairly actively working on for like a year now. But the more I dig into it, the more I realize like there's lots of different people looking to use this in different ways. Um, and making sure that I'm like covering all of the bases is really the hard part. Uh, and then of course, like you've got beginners that show up and they're like, how do I change my cover art? And I'm like, go to the edit tab and click yeah. on cover art. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. You try yeah. to make it as user-friendly as possible. And that's what I mean. Do you have like such a thing as like a frequently asked questions page, like to point those people to? Um, there's not really a frequently asked questions page. Like the whole help site is really frequently asked questions. Right. Um, the thing that I recently got, which has been pretty awesome. Uh, so I use intercom for support. It's that little chat that pops up in the lower right. That has been like the saving grace for the business. Originally I'd use Zendesk um, and I still use Zendesk, but I'm phasing it out. And the idea is uh, intercom sort of organizes everything in one place. It handles the support site. It handles everything. And I just recently subscribed to their product called Inbox, which pulls together Twitter DMs, Facebook messages, emails, everything into a single inbox, and then I can respond in line. Um, and I've it also comes with the ability to set up canned responses. So like one of the things that has historically been a huge question that people have is like, how do I move my podcast to Pinecast? And like, I say it on the homepage. There's a link <laughs> to the help site with the the answer, the whole process and screenshots. Like people continue to ask this question. Like you sign up, it says right in the middle, like move your podcast to Pinecast. It, it is, you can't miss it. But like, sure enough, you know, three times a week, I get this question. And now I can just click a little button and I have a pre-written response. <laughs> Um, and so it, it sends it right out and I can close the ticket pretty quickly. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's so handy. that's sort of how I handle frequently asked questions. It's just like automating my way out of it. <laughs> gotcha. Well, man, it sounds like Pinecast is certainly keeping you busy. And I was, oh man, I remember when we first, well, when you first started Pinecast is because uh, Signal Leaf kind of fizzled out. I was hoping like we'd never see the day that Pinecast fizzles out. And it's honestly just perpetually getting better and uh, i don't know i'm just grateful that you have such a passion for it because we wouldn't exist without this i'm grateful that i have a passion for it too <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to video games i guess we can talk about that because that's what people are tuning in for um let's start with Corey and amanda because i feel like you guys have your own video game podcast the one track gamers i'm curious to hear what you've been playing in recent weeks uh well the last few weeks i've kind of been playing a lot of Dark Souls, which is a first for me. I never played them. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I got the Dark Souls 1 remastered. I played it with my brother. We just kind of tried to co-op the whole thing. Um, and he's he's big into those games, so he just kind of guided me. Uh, so that was fun. We beat that. What did you play that on? On the PC. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, definitely frustrating parts, uh, but I know it's a lot easier with co-op, so I didn't even do the full solo gauntlet at all, but it was still a challenge. Yeah, it's still a challenge even with help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we started two, and I think we're about halfway through it. Um, it's it's 
I guess a lot of people dislike too comparatively, but I'm enjoying it. I don't know. Yeah, I know Mark was vehemently talking shit on it, and I, I, I was trying to remember if I disliked it. I don't think I have like terrible memories of. I just remember it being extraordinarily hard. The thing that he disliked about it was something to do with like, oh, every time you die, you lose like half the amount of health you're even capable of having or something. Yeah. And they just made it so much more unnecessarily hard than it ever had to be. And then in Dark Souls 3, they got rid of that. So it's kind of like they backpedaled being like, actually, that was kind of dumb. So I think there is some validity to ex- to um, complaining about Dark Souls 2, but it's still good. It It's a Dark Souls game if that's what you're trying to play. Yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, we're not dying too much. We're actually doing pretty well. Uh, so it's we haven't seen too much of the, the health degradation thing. Nice. Or degradation, whatever the word is. Yeah, those games are such a blast. I, I would like to revisit them, but I just know how much of a headache it is. It's like, I hope if I can uh, replay them, I'd probably just start my old save file and do like New Game Plus or something. Right. That's mostly it for me. How about you, Amanda? I uh, started the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, nice. I've yet to play this one. I don't think I played Rise of the Tomb Raider. Damn it, I'm behind. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think I'm about 40% of the way through. And then I've just been playing some little miscellaneous Steam games while uh, Corey's on the computer. So Very a little nice. point and click drawn game called Primordia on Steam that's kind of funny, but it's very old school point and click, so very vague on what to do. Are either of you guys mobile gamers much? Uh, not really. Amanda more than me, but not not a whole lot. <laughs> Amanda more than me, and she's like, not really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have. Uh, I got a free game on the Switch, which is a mobile game. It has to connect to the internet, but it's uh, Gems of War. It's a puzzle quest game. So nice, you know, I like the matching puzzle games, so I'll, I'll play that. And then I have a one cell phone game that I'll turn on every couple hours just to do the little activity in it and then log off. It's a Final yeah. Fantasy 15 version of a Empire's game or something. Okay, I think I've seen that one. I've yet to play it. I only have one game like that, and it's uh, the Roller to- God damn it, Roller Coaster <laughs> Tycoon game. And I just wanted to bring it up one more time because as I'm getting into the higher levels, I feel like that game's getting more and more glitchy. And one of the most frustrating things about this game is like, I don't know, the only time I ever really play it is if I'm in the bathroom at my work, specifically. And then the thing is, in the settings, I turn the the sound effects and the music volume to off. And I'm like, okay, we're good. Ever since, like, the, uh, I don't know if there was an update or what, but now that I also maybe think it has to do with me, me being a higher level, every time I start up the game, despite both of those settings being turned off, it's, like, full blast volume. So, like, I'll just, like, be, like, caught by surprise with, like, all these sound effects and stuff, and then I have to go to the setting. It'll still be ticked, like, no, these are off, even though I'm hearing the sounds, and I have to just kind of toggle them on and off until it, like fixes itself and it's just like man that's such an easy one and i'm surprised you guys aren't getting a lot of complaints about that but then again most people probably just play with the music and sound effects on and aren't just hiding in a bathroom (laughs) (laughs) possibly but i don't know that's it's a good place to play a mobile game yeah um but that's one that i'm still playing thoroughly i think i'm almost at like level 40 and i i I don't know if there's like a cap or anything but i can't imagine it goes much beyond 50 so i'm getting to like the end game. I do want to like rearrange my park and kind of make it a little more, I don't know, enjoyable for the peeps that show up. Um, but other than that, the game that I've been mi- primarily playing is still Diablo 3 on Switch. 
and I hope to find people to play with because I'm just doing that all solo. And that's the thing. I saw there's a couple options that you can play with your friends, and I'm like, man, that would make this game so much more enjoyable with like a whole group of people like raiding a dungeon in this environment. That is true. Uh, we, we all have it on PC, and it's a lot of fun. We played it for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, Got that's awesome. Hundreds and hundreds of hours in that game. <laughs> Can I entice you to get it for Switch? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wish Don't they'd be... allow the crossplay because then we would jump on and we'd like give you a billion get money. Oh, and... man. That's so cool. <laughs> Bunch of gemstones. Here, have some of these. There's a couple of games that are doing the crossplay, but yeah, until that one goes, I guess I'll be uh, trying to see if anyone else is late to the game and just buying that game on Switch. But it is a total blast. I, I still think I'm like towards the end of Act 1, so I have a long ways to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just playing only like here and there at nighttime. It's but, the complete edition, right? It has the Reaper Soul Yes, in it. correct. And I'm looking forward to playing like the whole thing. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Basta, how about you? Have you played many video games? I don't even remember the last time we talked to you. It was probably only a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so... Uh, the last time we chatted, I hadn't really played many games, but I, I've still been jamming on uh, Emoji Tetra, which is the uh, Twitter. Tetris. <laughs> yeah, on 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 Twitter. So that's been amazing. Unfortunately, there was recently, uh, like yesterday, a, a game over. It was um, a game that I think was number three all time um, on on Emoji Tetra. Very disappointing. I was very upset. But that's what you get for not checking in every fifteen minutes, I suppose. Uh, otherwise, I th- the the new sort of hotness uh, that I've been enjoying is a game that's available on Steam uh, and and uh, I guess what, what's it called GOG. Um, oh yeah, for PC uh, and it's available on Switch. Uh, it's called Forager. It is sort of like a cross between uh, Stardew Valley and Minecraft. Um, it is a top-down 2D foraging, crafting survival game. It is very dungeon crawler-esque. Uh, the graphics are extremely simple. Um, it, it's sort of pixel art. Um, it's not locked to the pixel grid, but uh, it looks really good. The effects are quite good. Um, it can be a little bit much sometimes, but uh, nothing that has irked me uh, too, too much. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Yeah, it, it's really cute graphics. Um, it, the mechanics are very simple. You have you start out with a pickaxe and you just use it for everything, right? Like you don't have to worry about like having a sword and a pickaxe and whatever else. Like you spend most of the game with a pickaxe. You eventually get a sword, which is just better at killing things. And the idea is you start on this island. Trees spawn, animals spawn. You cut down the trees to get wood. You kill the animals to get various resources from them. You use this stuff to craft things. You eventually earn coins. You use coins to buy other islands. Each island has some sort of like riddle or puzzle or dungeon that you can explore or complete. Um, and it somehow either enhances your character or whatever. Uh, you earn experience. The experience opens up skill tree points, which allow you to earn new skills, which unlock new game mechanics. Um, it's it's really fun. It's a really fun game. Uh, it's really enjoyable. As you progress on, it does sort of feel like it maybe reaches a little bit. There is an inventory management aspect to it, which can be a bit tedious. I have sometimes found myself... Uh, I don't want to say min-maxing, 
but it's it's easy to sort of like get caught up in the the whole like well if i save this iron ore you know i can smelt it later when i've built another furnace or i could sell it now and get less for it and it's like you know what it's it's the the sort of game that you like open up <laughs> on the on the switch you know when you've got nothing better to do it doesn't fucking matter right um but yeah, I definitely recommend that y'all check it out. I, I know a lot of people have been streaming it lately. It's a lot of fun. It's very straightforward. Um, not something that uh, you, you'll be like upset playing, you know, which, which I think is nice. It's just sort of a, a very passive game. Um, I wish they had an Android version. If there was an Android version, I would play the ever-loving shit out of it. Um, but alas... Fair enough. No, this does look really cute. It's only 20 bucks on Steam, and yeah, I think it's coming on Switch or already available. I just couldn't find a price for it. Looks pretty good. Um, That might do it for the game discussion, at least for what we've been playing. I know one thing that you mentioned off-air is that you may want to try a new segment, and I'm wondering, do you want to do that before or after we talk about like just general show topics? Let's Let's... Wait until after, um, because if this goes wrong, we can all just well, like awkwardly log pretend off. like it didn't happen. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I already am prepared for if it does go horribly wrong. I have I was the walrus ready because like we haven't played that in a million years, so we'll see if we end up doing that or not. But um, let's see if there's anything in the news that's worth talking about. I did see an article. It was probably Polygon or something about Mortal Kombat and Solitaire being inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame, and I'm like, wow, the juxtaposition there is really interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're a little different. A little bit, that's Just what slightly. I mean. And I mean, it really did define a whole genre, right? Like Solitaire it, or Mortal Kombat? Yeah, that's the <laughs> Both. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the history of Solitaire, like before Windows 95, do you know anybody that had ever played Solitaire? Probably not, <laughs> right? Like all of us know how to play solitaire because it was like the game that came with your computer and you had like that paint and Minesweeper. Yeah, pretty much. There's no love for Minesweeper, huh? I liked that uh, one. I, did I, don't, I think most people never actually figured out how to play Minesweeper. <laughs> I gave up on that. It's terrible. I actually built a version of Minesweeper in JavaScript when I was in college and uh, I was so proud of it, and then I started showing it to people, and everybody was like, oh, that fucking thing. And <laughs> just, like, immediately, like, noped out. Made me very sad. Uh, they thought your baby was ugly. Yeah, rip rip. <laughs> um, that was just something worth bringing up, though. I don't know. It was interesting that... And it also wasn't Mortal Kombat, like, kind of just generally, like, frowned upon early on. It's kind of interesting how that made its way into the Video Game Hall of Fame. Well, it was frowned upon the same way that, like, Christians hated rock and roll, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody thought it was just, like, way too violent and, you know, like, bad for teenagers or whatever. And, yeah, it, it just had a lot of negative connotations. But really, like, it, it was the f sort of the first of it, maybe not the first of its kind, but the first of its kind to, like, really become a popular game and, like, get a lot of people exposed to, like, the possibilities of fighting games in you know, an accessible way. Yeah. So props to them. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Congrats for getting into the video game hall of fame. Uh, this one is completely unnecessary, but very 
it makes sense for our show. Uh, and also, Corey mentioned the Dark Souls games. Uh, the creators of Dark Souls ended up making a another game or a new IP called Sekiro, and it was like the samurai game, fighting game. Apparently, there's mods for Sekiro that have like Shrek as an enemy and <laughs> and Thomas the Tank Engine as like. And that's the thing. I haven't really played Sekiro, but I can only imagine what like they replaced thomas the tank engine with was like some kind of dragon or something because he's like flying all over the screen doing some crazy shit i'll try to link a video in our show notes so you can go check this out because it was actually absolutely ridiculous watching shrek and thomas the tank engine end up killing the main character in that game i think it it is an incredible meme for for folks to make thomas the tank engine mods um i know that there was the uh thomas the tank engine mod that uh, replaced Mr. X with Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes. Um, there was the Skyrim mod yes. that replaced some of the dragons with Thomas the Tank Engine. Um, it, it's always funny. It will never stop being funny. Exactly. And every, <laughs> every time I say, I, I don't have the patience to like play these games and like download the mods and install them it, just for the sake of <laughs> you know, enjoying it. But like, I will watch the YouTube videos every single time. Yes, definitely. And that's what I mean. This one's really good. So I'll, I'll hopefully have that in our show notes so our listeners can check that one out. Random as fuck. Um, this is also a little weird tidbit that I read online somewhere that 770,000 players have been banned from Apex Legends since its February 5th release. And I'm thinking to myself, that's less than half a year and over half a million, like over three quarters of a million players have been banned from this game. And I, I have yet to even play it. I know it's free. Like, oh my God, it just blows my mind that th- they have such a problem, apparently. Well, so this is this is with regards to cheating, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you're absolutely right. And so this tells me one very specific thing, which is they didn't do a very good job <laughs> making their video game, right? Like, if it's so easy to fucking cheat, then like, hey, maybe like... Work, fix your game. Yeah, I don't know. This it it seems a little bit ridiculous. Um, It also speaks to the fact that the tools for cheating have become so accessible to gamers that, um, like, almost a million people have been banned in like two months. So, absolutely insane. So that was just another interesting one, and. Do you have any bastard? Because I I have one kind of final one, then it might be like the perfect dumpster fire before we try something new. Uh, were you going to talk about uh, Sonic? Yes, and that was just all I was going to say <laughs> is we might even save that for another day too, because Bren has a lot of strong opinions about it. So <laughs> I, I'd love to get Bren on this topic because what he was saying makes sense. And I, I don't know, we were kind of disagreeing at first, but I, I see what he's saying. Well... So the, there's there's two interesting things that I just want to throw out there, and, and maybe Bren can respond to them another time when I'm not around. <laughs> sure. Um, but it's it's interesting to me that they're making this choice. It's obvious that they didn't get strong feedback before they released the trailer. <laughs> you know, like nobody wanted a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, right? Nobody, people weren't clamoring for a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And so when they released the trailer for it, everybody was hoping, oh yeah, they're going to stir up all this nostalgia for a video game that I played 20 years ago. It's like, well, they did a piss poor job. Um, and so now they're in this weird position, um, but they have this sort of weird escape hatch because Sonic is entirely CGI. Yes. And 
all of it is probably motion captured. And it, assuming that it's a relatively small number of models, like they can just swap out the models and re-render all the scenes. Yes, that's exactly where I came from in the argument. And Bren was like, oh, it's not a Dark Souls mod where you just kind of, or character creator and where you just change some sliders and stuff. It's going to be a whole redesign. Yeah. But I, I also think the redesign shouldn't take that much longer. Like, I, there's, like, I don't know. Technically, I feel like a delay in this instance would be understandable i'd be like i don't care what this get this movie doesn't have to come out on the specific date like push it back a month video games i'm fucking used to it but like, so i I, I expect this game to probably be pushed out at least two to three months or the movie <laughs> yeah. the movie you know what i yep, fucking I mean and it's not even because of the video it's because at this point in the production like if they've already got the trailer out there there's thousands of other pieces of uh uh marketing collateral there's all sorts of assets they've probably got fucking cups made for theaters and like the popcorn buckets and posters and lord knows whatever else they've started printing and manufacturing and they've got marketing teams you know preparing the like graphics that they're going to put in the social media ads and god knows what and like all of those have to be redone now that's the hard part yep the hard part is not like going in and tweaking the rotoscoping on a scene where they're going to like edit in the 3d character it's like they need to go back and do all of the stuff that comes after that and that's the part that's going to be hard um so i'm i'm interested to see how this turns out i mean certainly like they're just going to fork over more money to the artists, right? right. Like they're going to have to increase the, the scope of the budget. They're going to have to pay these people more. But I think the the real cost is going to come in when, you know, the marketing people are, are getting screwed because they still have their work to do and they're probably not going to get paid more. And it's just going to sort of normalize this behavior from the studios where it's like, well, we made a bad decision to make this movie in the first place. And it turns out we did a a bad job of actually figuring out what our fans want. And our artists weren't actually that good to begin with. (laughs) And the director didn't have a very good vision. So hope you guys are in it for the long haul. (laughs) Yeah, they're just basically being, yeah, it's like the merchandise kind of aspect of it all. They're like, we're committed to making this Sonic as good as possible. So you buy all the fucking cups and uh, pajamas and whatever else we fucking print his face on. Because it's so bad that it was such a meme to everybody that they're like, no one's going to buy this shit. And we already spent so much money on this. We want to make sure it's successful. So it makes sense for them to backpedal and be like, we're redesigning Sonic to make it something that you guys can all love. But it's kind of funny, a few opinions. I'm in a bunch of different Facebook groups. People are like, I almost wanted to see like the abomination version though, because now they're like, no one will see the I would be unsurprised if it leaked, right? Like it'll probably leak at some point. Um, Yeah, I think going back to the the last time I was on, we talked about uh, the Let's Go Eevee and the other... Pokemon game. Yep. Um, And, you know, Bren made the point that, like, the game wasn't made for the general populace. It was made for the people that have this overwhelming nostalgia for Pokemon games, right? It's the same fucking game that was on your Game Boy. Yeah, it is. And those are the people that are going to want to go see this Sonic movie, right? Like nobody's like, Oh wow. I love Sonic so much when I was a kid, you know, like this is going to be, no, it's like only the people that were huge Sonic fans. And if you never played Sonic to begin with, you're going to be very lukewarm about this movie. Yeah. Um, and so by coming out with such a bad 
reimagination of this character like they're destroying their core audiences yes, shooting themselves you know in the confidence field. absolutely yeah so they sort of have to at this point i don't think they have any other choice there's no way they could release the movie in its current form were you much sonic players growing up Corey and amanda uh very little mostly uh we never had a sega anything in our house except for the game gear which was the portable Oh, I loved mm-hmm. that, though. Yeah, I did, and I liked it, but this movie looks awful. I do not <laughs> want a Sonic movie. I, I barely wanted a Sonic cartoon when I was 12. You were excited until you saw Sonic. No, I was not. Yeah, you were like, no. we're going day one. Yeah, right. That's um, funny. I want to know who <laughs> approved his look without like a focus group. The very first photo or poster, like tease that they had, had his creepy-looking legs Yes. And at that point, it's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, what are They're they doing? They're humanizing him way yeah. too much. Yeah. And but then they decided to keep going. They didn't ask, "Hey, what's your opinion on this?" To a group of people that aren't stupid. No, yeah, his teeth, his eyes, everything about this Sonic they released is just like I don't know. Just makes me like gag. I'm like, that's not. It's this is very and an abomination. He's like a monster. Like, what have you done to our beloved character? Um, and then I've seen a bunch ever since it was such like a meme of uh, people like releasing like fan retouch-ups being like, wouldn't this look a lot better? Even just if you take his eye, like the irises and pupils of his eye and like slim them down and like just kind of, I don't know, it just drastically improves the design. And then some people were making it like more like legitimate Sonic where his eyes are connected as one thing. And it's like, I'd even go for that. I think... If they do the design the right way, I think I'd be much more likely to go see that movie. But even as someone who grew up playing a lot of Sonic, like, my memories of Sonic aren't really that fond. It's like, fuck that game. It was so goddamn hard on (laughs) Sega Genesis. Like, I love the characters, but, like, I'll never forget how extraordinarily challenging some of those games were. So, like, even as a fan of Sonic, I never really watched a cartoon. And if they made a movie, I'd probably be like maybe I'll see it. Like if it's like, I wouldn't go see it in theaters though. So I feel like their core audience is a little broken to begin with. And then yeah, to release something as bad as they did, they have to backpedal or else it's going to be a giant flop, which even if they get the design right, it still might be a giant flop. We'll see. Yeah. I think the, the sort of like core argument against uh, the, the current design that they have for the character is like, it, it tried to be too cute. You know, like if you, actually look at the art of the original games like sonic looks like he's got this smirk the entire time and you know he looks like he's just like caused some trouble and like this one <laughs> it, it just looks like he's afraid you know like all of the the screen grabs it's he, he looks unsure of himself it doesn't look like he has that confidence that the original sort of like pixelated graphics have they, they really just like completely lost the character yeah, I think it's it was influenced by, like, the style of, like, the new Detective Pikachu or something, too, because they're like, oh, the hyper-realistic, fuzzy little character, maybe somebody, I don't know, maybe similar designers, but, like, no, you gotta... But the, the Pokemon in that, like, stayed true to how they look in the in the games and stuff. Like, at true. least, like, you could look at that and be like, oh, yeah, I know who that is, whereas Sonic yeah. looks like a, a just a, a joke, honestly. Yeah, he really does. It's it's just a total meme as of right now. So hopefully they can fix that. I'm interested to see what they come up with next and if it's going to be another bad iteration or if it'll be actually something people are like, I can get behind this. Watch it be worse. <laughs> oh, man, that would be so funny. It's just Ugandan Knuckles. Um, But that's pretty much it for all the news that I had. Uh, Do we want to give your new segment a stab? Does it have a name? Do we need music? 
Well, it has a tentative name. I don't know whether it's the name we're going to stick with, but it's called Tunnel of Love. Ooh. (laughs) Play the jingle. (laughs) All right, so... We've we've really gotten into the business of providing advice to people on the internet. Um, you know, we've been doing stumpers for God knows how long now, and you know, we've just gotten mailbags filled with letters uh, saying how grateful people are for for the amazing advice that we've given out. And so I thought, you know, let's branch out a little bit and and help some people where it really matters, and that is in their love life. Um, oh, perfect so, timing in February of 2019. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, I, I've I've carefully curated some uh, some posts from the Reddit relationships community, and I, I'm going to read some of these off to y'all, and uh, we can we can offer some advice to these these folks, and hopefully get them. Um, through the tunnel of love. <laughs> Through the tunnel of love. <laughs> nice. Here we go. This first one is titled, My, 27 female, boyfriend, 34 male, wants to name our daughter Frodo. Oh, fuck yes, I'm so in. <laughs> My boyfriend and I have been dating for a little over two years. My boyfriend is sweet, smart, attractive, and funny. We almost never argued until recently, because he wants to name our daughter Frodo after the Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> Wait, we first I, found out... He wants to name a daughter, Frodo? Daughter, Fro- yes. Huh. Okay. Continue. <laughs> when we first found out that I was pregnant, I promised that he, would, he could name our child. I wanted him to feel important and included in the pregnancy. He's a great guy, and I know that he will be an amazing father, too. That said, he started saying that if we have a son, we will name him Frodo. I thought he was joking because he didn't seem that serious. When we found out that we were having a girl, he said that he thought Frodo would still be a good name. I still thought he was joking until people started asking if we had a name yet. My boyfriend would tell people that we were naming our daughter Frodo. Eventually, I confronted my boyfriend and told him to stop that my parents had asked if he was serious. My boyfriend got mad. He asked why I agreed to the name if I didn't want it. I tried to tell him I thought he was joking, but he got more mad. We've been arguing almost nonstop for the past two weeks, and he is now threatening that he won't be able to bond with our daughter because... Her new name will always remind him of his disappointment at her not being named Frodo. Holy shit. You just name her middle name Frodo, first of all. That's the perfect compromise. But second of all, uh, lady, you gotta have, like, be able to have a a better stance here, like, and be like, look, this is my kid, too. That's not a really appropriate name for a daughter i think maybe for a son if you guys if you're if he's that diehard lord of the rings fan and you're accepting of it your son's gonna hate it growing up and everyone's gonna make fun of him for it but also to name your daughter that that's taking it too far the only reason i even have an opinion on this is because uh we named my parents have two dogs and the first dog they uh they were like what are we gonna name him i said samwise just because i was a huge lord of the rings fan my mom's like that's actually not bad we'll just call him sam for short and then they ended up rescuing another dog and we were all what are we gonna name him and i said frodo and so yeah now we have sam and frodo and i it's just like i don't know those names if you're a big lord of the rings fan i can see it but naming a human after that is a little much like a pet I think you'd be a lot happier with and you won't have people making fun of it and be like, oh, it's a little Lord of the Rings reference. 
But uh, and also, I'm getting married this year, and I was trying to convince my wife to have Frodo be the ring bearer, and it's just not going to fly in a Catholic church. <laughs> it's super unfortunate. It was like so the perfect opportunity. I was just like, have him run down with it. I could see it. <laughs> well, first off, don't ke- don't give up trying that because um, <laughs> she might go for it one. It day. would be pretty good. It would be pretty good. Yeah, great memory. Um, but I, still, naming your daughter daughter Frodo. I'd steer away from that one. I think the wife is completely valid in being upset. So let's let's just like establish here that I think it's too late for this woman to like run like hell. Yeah, oh, um, no. <laughs> because she's already pregnant. Yeah. Um, that that is always like the default option for me with these. I think is um, like is it appropriate to run like hell? And I think nine times out of ten the answer is yes. And so I've tried to avoid some of those. Um, man, this this last. This last bit of what I read, um, he's now threatening he won't be able to bond with our daughter because <laughs> her new name will always remind him of his disappointment. this is real, that's, for one, <laughs> yeah, extremely true. childish of the guy. Uh, and, and two, she it sounds like she doesn't know him that well if she you know, couldn't see him naming their daughter Frodo and like, didn't see that coming. I don't know, like... If if he's actually threatening, like I won't be able to bond with our kid because you won't let me name him something from a movie. That's pretty pathetic. Well, that's why it really is, and she should have tried to compromise of like, how about like Arwen or like one of the female Lord of the Rings names, like that, just mm. anything, like you know. Yeah, yeah. So, well, what other sort of like female fantasy character names uh, are are there at at the disposal? That's a good question. I'm trying Eowyn. Arwen, uh, damn, I'm, I'm a nerd, but I'm, I'm blanking here. I mean, the thing is like generally, uh, sci-fi fantasy, uh, tends not to have women in it, which is unfortunate. Oh yeah, that sucks. (laughs) Just massive sausage fests. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if there's any hope for this couple. No, Um, that's a tough one. And there's no hope for their kid, no matter what, (laughs) what they name. What if, what if they just feminize the name? What about Frodina? Froda. (laughs) Wow, those are bad. I gotta say, if I if I know a girl in school when I was sixteen and her name was Frodo, I would feel bad for her, but I I wouldn't be nice to her about that name. They'd right. have to yeah, get that's the name. thing. They'd have to be called something else, and then they're gonna be constantly picked on. Yeah, yeah. As somebody who was picked on in elementary school for a multitude of reasons, like th- this would have like I would have been so safe. Like from all the bullies, because they would have just been off picking on Frodo. old Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh boy, here's another great one. Again, Reddit relationships is just a fucking goldmine. <laughs> My 25 year old female boyfriend, 19 year old male, has masturbation contests with his roommates every Wednesday, and says I'm being sensitive and overreacting by not approving. Question mark. Oh no. I was recently mortified and astonished when my boyfriend of three months told me that since we had been dating for a while, that he wanted me to, <laughs> wanted to tell me about a weekly tradition that he has with his two male roommates similar ages to him. Apparently, every Wednesday, the three of them have a masturbation contest. In this bizarre contest, the three of them all masturbate in the living room, standing next to each other, to see who can ejaculate the farthest distance. WTF. I was disgusted and confused. 
My boyfriend actually seemed really taken aback by it, and he started laughing in hysterics when I asked if he was gay. <laughs> he said it's just a harmless game. They all do it, and that it isn't sexual between them, and that it's all about the distance. I told him I was extremely uncomfortable with him acting in a sexual way with anyone outside our relationship, but he got really annoyed with me and kept insisting it was just a game. He even said that I could be a spectator when they do it tomorrow night, and that and that girlfriends of the other roommates had been in the audience before. The audience. Like, this is like some kind of masturbation Olympics. Go the distance. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the distance. So is, is, this, is this all about that distance? Or, or is this just bad news bears? Sounds like bad news bears to me. I, I think the girlfriend should be... Is, has a right to be mad because it's like yeah why are you doing anything sexual with anybody other than your significant other but it's also just like it's very childish like teenage mentality of like <laughs> who could spit counterpoint farther? like he is a teenager 19 years old oh god but still i just think that it seems like there might be something weird there where it's like oh i get some kind of pleasure doing this with my bros that's pretty bad uh I'm gonna say she should run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not a. That's not healthy. That's not. Uh, uh, that's weird. There's got to yeah, be some kind a, of undertone. It, thing it is weird. Now, if they had, yeah. said they had done it, if he had said, "Oh, I did this once with some friends because you know we were drunk or something," then you right. might be able to excuse it. But if she says they do it weekly, a weekly, weekly then tradition. That's, that's, it's a weekly yeah. tradition. It's all about that distance. Yeah, we could just throw rocks and see who can go the furthest distance. <laughs> yeah, they could even pee and see who could pee the yeah, furthest. Pee like, like, that's oh, still being weird. Acceptable, but yeah. Oh man. What if they? Yeah, you don't like even need to scorecard. wait a week between that one. And they do it in the living room. Man, they probably do. Yeah, who's cleaning up the mess? That's disgusting. <laughs> the poor people in the audience. <laughs> yeah, who? It does. It doesn't specify actually. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of unanswered <laughs> questions here. Uh, you know, he says it's just a harmless game. Is this a harmless game? No, it's not harmless. It's just bizarre. Not something you should be doing weekly. I feel like Scott Ackerman and being like, this isn't that kind of show, man. (laughs) Well, so, I mean, here's the thing. I, 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 I had this moment where like the, the flashback music played and everything got all blurry. And I, I found myself sitting in the common area of Conmi freshman year of college Oh, and I no. thought to myself, would it be weird to have a masturbation contest with my bros? I think, the answer is yes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's okay. This actually brings up a really weird story. I was driving some friends to a concert once, and it was me, my drummer, and then this other kid that we don't really hang out with that often. And that kid was like, it's a long drive to New York City. I think we were going to go see the Blood Brothers reunion show, which is just like a one-off thing. So it was like, I gotta go there, and I might as well take my friends. And this kid though in the back was like yeah did you guys ever i don't know like jerk off with your friends or something to the to porn like when their your their parents were away or something and i was like in the same room i was like no never and he's like oh and then he got like quiet it was just like i don't know why people do this it's just so strange <laughs> like i feel like it's such a personal thing that it's like keep it to yourself and or like I, I would never even in my wildest dreams be like, hey, let's all watch porn together and jerk <laughs> off, but like keep it to ourselves. Like, it's just so bizarre to me. I, that's such a, like a teenage thing where it's like you don't get the opportunity to do it enough that you're like, I'll take any chance I can get. Let's all go. He was absolutely testing the waters. <laughs> yeah, which is also else. creepy. 
it was like so, immediately shot down. The, one of the replies here um, is pretty weird, but honest <laughs> with partner, not risky behavior, consensual, immature but positive behavior. Sounds like a keeper to me. That's the guy. <laughs> he found the. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's fine. Another reply here. Show up, sit back, and once they start jacking it, you make some observations about how hot it would be if they'd make out. Really encourage them to just experiment at giving each other a tug job. Give some orders. See where it goes. So that person's just orchestrating an orgy at that point. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that was the Tunnel of Love. That's the thing. I do That's have, all I, getting I cut. I know it. <laughs> who knows if that one's coming back. Um, but this should be a palate cleanser. Let's play I Was the Walrus. So that's the thing. Who who wants to play? Matt, do you want to be a judge? Do we want to pit Corey and Amanda against each other? Do we want Corey and Amanda on a team against Basta? What are your guys? I, I'm happy. I'm happy to do whatever. Yeah, we're we're open. Whatever, man. Whatever. All right. Yeah, we're not totally open. I'm all about that distance. The last uh, conversation topic. Oh well, yeah. Go. <laughs> we're gosh. not open for everything. Yeah. For yeah. <laughs> we're, not gonna, <laughs> we're not swingers here. Uh, here's the the thing. I think let's have us. It be like a strange I was walrus where all three of you are against each other and I'm only going to oh, pick wow. one winner per round, but we'll just see how it goes. It'll be the first time we did it. That's the thing. This sh- this uh, conversation game is weird and we don't play that often, so we'll just see how it goes. So each one of you is going to give... Really setting a lot of firsts here. Yeah. Um. What's the strangest thing to do in a shower? <laughs> and after the tunnel of love, I feel like that just got really inappropriate. <laughs> Uh, what's the strangest thing to do in And while you guys are brainstorming, shower. this reminds me of an old one that we did. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was with John Gabris. I was like, what's the strangest thing you could find underwater? And he was like an above ground pool. So like, I love wow. that kind of thinking if you're trying to win, win tonight. So you want a stupid ironic answer. That would help okay. if you can think of a good one. But yeah, what's the strangest thing to do in a shower? Let me know when you have your answers. Hmm. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Okay. All right. Then give me your answers at the count of three. And in fact, we're going to do it in the order that you guys were ready. So we'll start Corey, Basta, Amanda. Three, two, one, go. Applying mud all over yourself for a mud shower. Ooh. Paint a portrait. Ooh. Try on clothes. Oh, Mm. damn. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. All really good answers. Gotta give this one to Amanda, like no doubt in my mind, because that is very ironic. And also, that would just be awful. You're trying to get your clothes on and you're just getting soaked the whole time. I do appreciate Corey's answer is also along the irony, like the 
side of things with like put it, getting in a mud bath because you're trying to clean off and then Basta that was that was interesting but I think I'm I'm going to have to give <laughs> wow. it to Amanda. Okay, sure. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> All right, so Amanda's got a point. Let's see. That's the thing. Since there's three of you, I, I'm thinking if whoever wins two points first will win, but let's see what you guys make of this next one. You get to pick America's next national anthem. What song do you pick? Got it. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. All right, so then let's count in from three. I don't know who's going first. Let's just go in the same order. Corey, Basta, Amanda. Three, two, one, go. Derude Sandstorm. Work, bitch. Um, I don't really know how to pronounce it, but that what Despacito or something that Mexican <laughs> Despacito. Yeah, that song. Oh man, I'm not sure. How does that go? I'm gonna have to look into this. Look one. it up. That sounds look it up. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. But okay, and work it. Who's that by Basta? Work, work bitch by Britney Spears. Oh, work bitch. Okay. You want a hot body? You want a Bugatti? You want a Maserati? You better work, bitch. <laughs> and it teaches you a lesson. You want a Lamborghini? Sip of martinis. Look hot in a bikini. You better work, bitch. You know what? That's pretty good answer for America. <laughs> <laughs> and Sandstorm. Dude, like, that would be really cool, though, because, like, at sporting events, it's like, get everybody jacked up and pumped. Um, I got to give Corey that one. That was definitely, that's too good, because I'd be all behind it, and I think the rest of the world would be so annoyed. Um <laughs> I think this part of the world will be annoyed too. Fair enough. All right, I got a couple more. Let's see what you guys think of this. Your your final wish by a genie was granted, and you decided to solve world hunger. And you know how genies work; they try, sometimes make it tricky with how they do stuff. This genie made it so that all trash is now edible, but you get to pick the flavor of all trash. What flavor? will trash be so like that's what i mean landfills and dumpsters are now like just a buffet Uh, mm. Mm. so all food tastes like it but does it smell too or does it still smell like trash that's a good question i'm gonna just go ahead and say it smells like the flavor you're picking okay yeah because smells a big part of taste Mm. Cause that yeah, that would suck. You're like super hungry, and you have to go wade through all this nasty smells just to eat something good. Hmm. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Also. All right, then let's do this. Uh, there's a chance someone's gonna win with this. Let's see. Three, two, one. Corey, Basta, Amanda. Hawaiian pizza. Fruit Loops. Broccoli. Oh damn. Because okay. Genies are mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's you true. Pick, though, yeah, you, you pick yeah. the gross thing, <laughs> but it's healthy. Um, oh, but oh man, though, Fruit Loops. I really, I, I just in recent weeks was like, let me try some cereals that I really liked as a kid. And it's like, oh yeah, I know why I don't eat this because I'm an adult now. But like, they do taste really good. <laughs> um, and wait, what was yours again, Corey? Uh, Hawaiian, Hawaiian pizza. pizza. That's, is that with pineapple on yep. it? Yep. Oh yeah. Everyone, oh Jesus! Most people hate it. I love it. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of our listeners. We've had too many Twitter def- uh, conversations about that. Um, I'm gonna give this one to Basta with Fruit Loops. So now all of you guys have a tie. This next one's gonna have to be the final, the winner. Someone's gonna win. Let's see what you guys make of it. What insect would you marry? Is it 
human size or is it still yes, the size of Yes, it's actually an human size. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> I feel like there's no right answer. Yeah. This is terrible. <laughs> I I I guess I'm ready even though you don't want to be. I, no, nobody wants to be, but here we are. <laughs> See what you did, Doug. Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess I'm ready. All right, here we go. <laughs> Let's see which insects these people would marry. Uh, three, two, one, go. Firefly. Uh, her name is Betty. Uh, she's a June bug. She enjoys long walks around the dumpster. Um, enjoys eating uh, my leftovers and uh, living uh, in in the space between my couch cushions. Eating your trash that tastes like Fruit Loops. How about you, Amanda? Um, a butterfly. Oh, geez, this is tough now. It sounds like none of you even love your your respective bugs. Hey, mine can fly. Yeah, mine yeah. Uh, can light when it's dark, and then it doesn't look too disgusting, so I could ride it around. Yeah, and butterflies are pretty, and and uh, like fireflies are like docile and just nice and gentle. And butterflies spend like a third of their life in a chrysalis. How's that going to be for a partner? Hey. I like to you nap, get some alone so time. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Fair enough. That's the thing. Oh, man, I'm picturing banging either a firefly or a butterfly, yeah, and I don't want to do either. nothing about uh, <laughs> <laughs> that. But you're going to marry them. Uh, I'm going to go with butterfly just because they're prettier, so I'm going to give this whole round to Amanda. Good job. That's how we play I Was the Walrus. Wow. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> All right, feel free. Being a being a Dark Souls fan, do you remember the spider chicks from one? Oh yes, and she had her boobs hanging out, and that's the thing. Like it was very confusing because I am arachnophobic. Yeah, I, I hate spiders, but would that have been an okay choice? Yeah, no, I definitely, honestly, I might have given you with that. Crap. <laughs> <'Cause> that, <laughs> I know uh, Bren has brought up some weird spider fetishes before. It's creepy uh-huh. or was that you best i forget but anyway it's time to wrap this episode up it's been really fun uh thanks for coming back to the show Corey and amanda always good to have you guys on and basta let's do some plugs let's tell our listeners about your other podcasts and where they can find that uh go ahead you first okay uh we are one track <laughs> gamers uh you can find us on pinecast on pinecast one track gamers uh it's us and our friend john and we talk about games similar to this uh, usually not so much about spider fetishes and tunnels of love. Yeah, this is a, a, a unusual episode. It's all Basta's fault, really, but I love having Basta on. <laughs> it was fun, though. Um, you can get us on Twitter at OneTrackGamers or email us OneTrackGamers at gmail.com. Awesome. And how about you, Basta? Do you want people to sign up for Pinecast? Where can they find you? Uh, no, no, we don't need anybody else on Pinecast. <laughs> We're scaling but... good enough as it is. If, if you're looking to start a podcast uh, and, and want to do it the real way, uh, head on over to Pinecast at P-I-N-E-C-A-S-T dot com. Uh, and you can sign up for free, no credit card required. Uh, unlimited everything, quote unquote. Uh, and when you're ready for the good stuff, uh, use the offer code uh, Frodo for your first <laughs> month free. Awesome. That's a great offer code or coupon code. And listener, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. Uh, We're findable on all the places. Um, 
iTunes, uh, Stitcher, all the podcast places, and social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Our handle is ABT Silence. And if you're interested in my record label, it's MissedOutRecords.com. Lots of cassette tapes, vinyl, and all sorts of other weird like t-shirts and stickers and merch and stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week. See you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.